Hi guys, welcome to the SOS show. I'm Suchita, I'm a filmmaker and I deeply believe in the mental health cause. It's something that is close to my heart, something that I often see in my environment. I'm committed to the cause of mental health and I have made a lot of short documentaries with people suffering and transforming themselves uh, with various mental health issues. Uh, we are committed to creating an awakening and a transformation in mental health space. On the SOS show we are going to have some real stories, some eclectic conversations and some definite transformations as we move forward together. We are going to break all the taboos around mental health, every single topic that has been swept under the carpet from mild to severe form of mental health will be discussed and dissected in the show. How to tackle your dating with your mental illness. This and much more coming up in the second episode of our SOS show. We are in conversation with Swati Agarwal. Swati is a lawyer working for inclusion and diversity. She's been diagnosed with bipolar and fibromyalgia and she wants to raise awareness about the invisible illness to fight against stigma faced by those like her. Hi Swati welcome to the SOS show. Hi thank you for having me here. How are you doing today? It's a good day. <laughs> okay. Why is it a good day today? Uh just less tired, less in pain, so feeling overall better than usual. Mhm. And how are your days normally like? So normally I have a lot of pain in my legs and in my arms. because uh, i have a health condition called fibromyalgia and um, there are also days when my moods are either very low or very high because of bipolar disorder but today my mood is also feeling pretty stable mhm have you taken some medication for it yes i take medication regularly for it plus there is sos medication as well mhm and uh, the medicines i take are basically called mood stabilizers because if you have bipolar they can't give you antidepressants mhm and uh, i think for uh, last one or two months i've been uh, pretty stable on medications mhm so that's basically for the bipolar yes how do you define a bipolar disorder what happens in bipolar disorder you have uh, mood swings between low and high mm-hmm. so uh, everybody goes through mood swings right yes. it goes through their yes. low periods and high periods but in bipolar yes. disorder they are to such an extent that they start interfering with your daily life and your ability to function mm-hmm. so uh, that's what bipolar disorder is there are two types of bipolar disorder in one you go through a really high phase called mania Mhm and in the type I have which is the bipolar disorder type 2 you don't go to uh, mania you only go to hypomania which is uh, a lesser degree of of a high phase Okay when did you and how did you discover that you had bipolar So I discovered it a couple of years back what happened was that uh, I had been going through a depressive phase Mm-hmm. and i hadn't recognized that i have got depression mm-hmm. um i started getting very bad headaches then migraines so i went to a neurologist and she referred me to a counselor so when i went to see the counselor they first thought i have depression and they gave me antidepressants 
But mm-hmm. when they gave me antidepressant, I went into hypomania, which is the high phase. So mm-hmm. then they realized that I have bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. Is this is this like genetic or is it like something that can happen to anyone anytime? I think it's a it's a combination of genetics plus your you know environment and uh, and society and things like that. So I think it's a combination. And how did your family react when they came to know that it was a bipolar disorder? I think when we came to know it's a bipolar disorder for us uh all it took some time to accept it mm-hmm. we didn't know what it meant and uh, it took some time to come to terms with it and uh, believe that i have it but uh, overall uh, i my father has been very supportive mm-hmm. and uh, from the beginning i think he accepted it before i did and um, i think uh, extended family and friends sometimes find it difficult to believe because you look normal right yes there's nothing in the way you look which tells that you have a mental health problem sure. so they find it difficult to believe and uh, they think that you know i have gone crazy or something <laughs> <laughs> but mm. uh, Overall I think it's been good. I've, I've been lucky. So tell me something Swati, you are a lawyer by profession. You work with the IDIA. Uh you're on a job and you are also balancing your uh you know your health issues. Is your office aware about it? How you know how do you balance it? So my office is aware about it mm-hmm. and I'm lucky to work at a place which is uh very accommodating. Mm-hmm. So if I'm having a uh, a low phase i'm able to tell them at office that i'm going through a very low phase mhm and um, i've taken work which which is uh, very fulfilling in itself mm-hmm. so that keeps you going mhm so when so when you go through a low phase but you're already on medication what do you do you can always go to the doctor to see if they want to change your medication a little bit okay Also uh exercising is very important regular exercising is very important what kind of exercises because i have fibromyalgia i can't really go to gym and also i do okay. yoga at home okay and uh, any kind you can just go out for a walk every day mm-hmm. so anything helps okay you really need to keep moving and um, Basically, you wait for it to pass. It's important to remember that you don't go into, you know, a deep dark well, thinking that this is it. This is how my life is. It's just important to remember that this is a phase, and it will pass. I also go to regular counseling. Mm-hmm. So when I go through depressive phase, my counseling sessions become once a week. Otherwise, they are once in three weeks. Okay. So that also helps. Okay, and when. uh your relatives or people around you uh you know when you talk about bipolar do you think that they understand what is bipolar or they have no clue about it i think they usually don't have any clue about it yes yes and uh, some are willing to understand some are not mhm some don't believe in all this even i think even before i had a mental health problem i didn't understand it Sure. So I don't really blame them. Mm-hmm. So do do you even make an effort to um, try and make them understand? Do you think that we as a society should make an effort to make them understand, to make people more empathetic about anybody suffering? 
Of course, it's uh, very important that we work towards greater acceptance and understanding of all mental mm-hmm. health problems because uh, just by the sheer percentage of the number of people who have it, mm-hmm. either you have it or you know somebody who does. So yes. it is affecting all of us. Yes. And uh, also as a society, we can't leave people behind and we need to take them all forward with each other and we can't discriminate against people or treat them badly because that's not how a society should function. Yes. So we definitely need to increase uh, awareness about it and understanding about it. It's like any other illness, right? And we need sure. to stop the stigma to see it as something that people uh, should feel ashamed about. Yes, sure. Tell me something, Swati. I have been talking to a lot of people and we also had this discussion before. How important is medication and what happens if somebody does not want to take any form of medication because of side effects? So medication is very important in keeping you stable because at the end of the day, bipolar disorder involves uh, imbalance of neurotransmitters and uh, medicine it what keeps you stable. But it does not work on its own. You have to kind of do other things with it. You have to exercise, you have to go for counseling, you have to do other things along with taking medication. Now, all such medications have side effects. You basically change medications till you find a medication which doesn't have serious side effects for you. Okay. So there are a lot of medications out there. So you need to keep changing it. And uh, once you go, you won't find the right medication the first time you go and try it. So you shouldn't get disheartened that it's not working and give up. You need to keep changing the medication and take the help of your medical health professional. Find somebody who is trustworthy and ready to listen to you when you talk to him about side effects. What kind of side effects do people generally have? It can be anything. It can be uh, from something as simple as acidity to, you know, suicidal thoughts even or anxiety. So there's a very wide range of side effects that medications can give. Okay. Tell me something. What is the biggest challenge you face uh, balancing your mental health with your professional life? What is the daily challenges you have? I think uh, the toughest part is that when I go through a low phase, hmm. it is very difficult for me to even get out of the bed. Hmm. So working is, is uh, you know, very challenging when you are going through a low phase. And during a very high phase, during hypomania, you have so much energy. I have just so much energy that is difficult to sit down and concentrate you get very grand ideas about what to do and even like Mm -hmm. really good ideas about new projects but Mm -hmm. don't have it in you to sit down and uh, implement those projects Mm -hmm. so both with very low phase and very high phase is very difficult to work Mm -hmm. and did you ever wish that if you did not have this what else you could have done yes um, i mean of course uh but at the same time, I kind of accept it as part of my life and even as maybe part of my identity. Mm-hmm. So although I would always wish that I didn't have it, but mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't mean that uh, I see it as something which is completely bad all the time. Okay, nice. Nice. How do you, how do you uh, balance it out with your personal relationships? Does it affect you? 
yeah so with personal relationship you have to basically find people who will understand you hmm and who will understand that you are going through a mental health disorder hmm. and are ready to listen to you about what it means and what the challenges are and are hmm. patient with you and empathetic towards you hmm. also um i personally try to constantly remind myself that this is your mood this is not you there's yes. a there's a distinction between your mood and you and you should not let your mood affect uh your relationships or your work yes. so i constantly try to remind myself that hmm. how's the dating scene yeah we have had this talk before uh, how does that affect your dating scene so uh right now i'm lucky that i'm i'm in a stable relationship currently i've seen the dp on whatsapp <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> okay Thank tell you. me about that yeah um so even in uh, in dating it's v- one thing is very tough is when should i tell the person yes or uh, should i if i'm upfront about it most people will run away yes but if i wait for some time Hmm. and i tell them they will understand that i am like others there's like they can they know me then they yes. they kind of have seen me so they know that it is not as if you know it is uh, that i'm completely different from others or i'm completely crazy or something yes but if you wait too long it becomes like you're hiding something <laughs> yes so uh but at the same time how the other person will react is not something in my control also yes and uh it's so how how was if you would like to share this how was it sh- uh, telling your current relationship uh, about your problem how did you go about that it it, it came up pretty organically because okay. i'm very vocal about my health problem and uh, about bipolar generally yes. so i yes. posted something about it on facebook and one of his friends saw that and he okay. and she told him so okay. then he asked me and i said yes so it came out pretty organically and i did not make a huge deal about it then sure sure and uh, since then then he knows about it i think health it take does take a toll on our relationship at times okay. especially when i go through a phase that when i can't do anything he's a kind of person who likes to go out and do something all the time and then i go through phases when i can't get out of the house mm-hmm. so during those times it gets really tough sure and it takes its own toll but we are kind of managing it together that's that's nice that's great how what was the reaction uh, uh, to your partner when you told him that you have bipolar did he know about it did he understand no not really i had to explain to him what it means okay. and he says that the way i took it up was that um, it did not seem like i was hiding something i just hadn't you know uh, considered it something which i need to tell as something which okay. affects our relationship so okay. that he so that the sense he got but from my end i think i was just waiting for the right time to tell him and okay. uh, i tried to explain to him as uh, honestly as i could what it means and his primary concern was that what does it entail from him what does he need to do nice very nice yeah 
So, so what is that one thing a couple can do when one person is suffering from any form of mental health issue? I think the most important thing is empathy yes. from both the parties. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person who is suffering from mental health disorder, uh, she or he needs to be listened to and they need to what they're saying they need to be believed yes at the same time they they need to be sensitive that uh, it's difficult for the other person as well right yes they also need to be empathetic towards the other person because sometimes what happens with us is we are just so caught up in our own illness and what yes. we are going through that we sometimes lose empathy towards others who are uh, being impacted by it so yes. it's important not to do that sure That's lovely. Uh tell me how has that impacted your relationship with your parents, your mother, your brother and also your father? I think I've been lucky in terms of not facing much discrimination mm-hmm. or uh, you know just negative uh, reaction to my illness from my immediate family. Mm-hmm. So in my immediate family like you mentioned I have my father, I have my mother and I have my brother. Yes. and uh, they have been very supportive i think it really helps when i can go and have a chat with my brother for example yes. and my father is supportive though he often says a version of snap out of it at times without realizing <laughs> it but uh, he also admits that he doesn't understand what it's like to go through it so he yes. says that i don't know what to do tell me what to do hmm and uh, generally they have been very supportive and your mom my mom i think reacts to it by not reacting okay and uh, she it's not something that we discuss much okay do they have any concerns like every, every parent would have about marriage and you know etc etc so i think their primary concern is how i am whether i'm happy or i'm not happy as opposed to their being marriage mm. or career those are my concerns primarily mm. which when i share with them they also get concerned about because it affects how i am but i don't think they have kind of imposed anything like you should have achieved this but you haven't achieved that sure on me sure sure that that's that's amazing but they tell me something their society is not literate about mental health issues and it's often confused as madness can you please tell me the demarcation the wide demarcation between the two i think firstly we need to kind of um take over the word madness and not see it as something bad at all and um I think the way to judge is is the person harming somebody else. Okay. If, yes. Like I have bipolar disorder. I might at yes. times get slightly rude or something, but I do not majorly harm anybody else. While there might be somebody who seems completely sane but he he has killed somebody. So that person as is someone who has harmed somebody else. So I think we need to kind of react to people in in that sense rather than by the term that we have given them whether they are sane or insane because uh i think everybody to certain extent has some mental health problem yes uh you you go through depression you have anxiety you it's it's just a matter of degree to an extent yes so how can we like as a society 
बिकॉज आई थिंक मेंटल हेल्थ चैलेंजेस आर गोइंग टू इंक्रीज एस एस वी मूव फॉरवर्ड वॉट यू थिंक आर द चैलेंजेस फॉर एस ए सोसाइटी टू मेक अस मोर अवेयर अबाउट डिफरेंट फॉर्म्स ऑफ मेंटल हेल्थ इशू एंड हाउ कैन वी टैकल इट टूगेदर I think the first challenge is to stop othering people with okay, mental health yes. disorder. Yes. We see them as others, and we kind of react to them from a place of ignorance. Yes, I think if we see people with mental health disorders like us, like having any other disorder, but they are like us, they yes. do not become a different breed altogether just because they have mental health disorder. Absolutely. And I think that will be the biggest change that we need to see. Sure. And how can we how can we uh, as a society ensure that we do not do that? We do not other people. What are the what are the steps that we can take? I think the first step that we can take is of course creating awareness about it. Hmm. But it's also about how we are creating awareness. Yes. So yes. for example, uh if somebody has a leg injury, the society does not see that person as other. Yes, they just see it as us, but somebody with a leg injury. Yes, but if somebody has a mental health problem, you just think that that person is completely different, which yes. is not which is not the case. So when the awareness is being created, that that this aspect of understanding yes. needs to be emphasized. Absolutely, and since you're a working professional and your company is aware about your mental health issue, is there anything that other companies can do as well to make their employees more comfortable and uh, important? Companies need to give reasonable accommodations to all their employees, irrespective of what disability or uh, health challenge they have, mm-hmm. and it could be something like a work from home day. to you know uh, how the project is being given to being able to sit near the door in a meeting so that you know you can go out if you need to if you're getting too anxious and yes. think like that so if 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 a company does some research there is a lot of research online on what are the kind of reasonable accommodations that a company can give they differ a, a lot from person to person because everybody's health problem is different and what they need in terms of that is different Yes. So for me, may I majorly work from home? Sure. And and I and I have flexibility in terms of hours. If I can't, if I need to go rest for an hour or two, I can tell them I'm going to rest and I'll work later. That's nice. That's fantastic. Swati, tell me, where do you see your life, say, three years from now, in terms of personally and professionally? I I don't think I do. I, I okay. don't think I've made plans for. Three years down the okay. line, I kind of take it one day at a time. I will just be in uh, stable for a couple of months now. So uh, my priority is my health right now and my own physical and mental health. So I kind of want to be stable there and take care of myself there, and then maybe I can think about other things because that is the base and the other things build on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was great chatting with you Swati. Thank you so much for your time. Stop othering people with the mental health issues. I think that's a great takeaway of this podcast. Besides of course defining bipolar because 
there is a huge difference between bipolar and mood swings and sometimes it can get confused as mood swings also what defines bipolar how does it happen is it genetic is it environmental educating your family about uh, this mental illness also revealing uh, the same at your workplace and getting their support getting the right medication balancing your mental illness with your a uh, personal and professional life revealing your mental illness to your partner and not losing empathy with others while you're doing that